Hey guys, in today's video, we are going to kind of talk about something that's a little taboo. Um, I want to talk about the reasons why going no contact is not a good idea for you. Now, before anyone's in the comment section saying you have absolutely no idea what I've been through, this person is horrible and or they're like abusive or anything like that. I get it. There are definitely some relationships by all means. If you can go no contact, do it. But there are situations where a person can't go no contact. Maybe you still own a business with someone that you're getting divorced to. Maybe you have to co-parent now. Maybe it's a family member and as much as you're not going to make a conscious decision to have them in your life or see them, you are still going to have to see them from time to time. So there's just like a multitude of relationships that can't just go no contact. And those people really have to learn many things. One of them is how to manage themselves and understand these situations and learn these lessons that I'm going to talk about today. Now, I again, I understand that no one wants to learn a lesson. No one wants to be uncomfortable. No one wants to have to deal with a person who's just difficult and a pain in the butt. I get it. But if you do have to go through this, you are going to gain significant knowledge and insight that will help you not just in this relationship, but in your life in general. Sometimes it's easier to go no contact because you're not going to be as challenged as you're going to be if you can't go no contact. There are so many things that I have learned over the years that I realized while it was not the funnest to have to go through them, I realized just how poor and fundamental it was Again, not just for dealing with that situation, but in my overall, how I felt about myself, my wellness, and just how I was going to manage difficult situations even going forward. First off, these types of relationships are going to teach you one very, very important thing, and that's going to be self-control. You learn that sometimes very quickly, sometimes not, but you learn that you cannot react emotionally, that you cannot explode every time that you're frustrated or angry or annoyed by this person. You definitely have to learn how to have more emotional self-control over yourself. When you are interacting with this person, you have to learn how to have more of a business type of relationship versus getting too emotionally entangled with this person, which is exactly what they want you to do. I could no longer explode or react every time someone said something or did something that I didn't like that made me feel uncomfortable. I couldn't react every time someone wanted to portray me in this way or tell me that I'm this type of a person or they were just sharing their thoughts and views and opinions about myself. So I had to learn not just how to have self-control, but I also had to learn how to not take what people were saying or doing personally. Those two things are, and that's a process, that's definitely a process, but I'll tell you, when you learn how to do those two things, there's so much benefit that comes from it because me learning how to have self-control that meant that I was no longer going to allow someone else to put their stuff on me. And I was going to kind of get off of my game or my vibe or how I was feeling. So no one was really dictating any longer how I felt. I was having more control over myself. 
even when I got triggered, even when I got angry or when I got upset, I allowed myself to be human. I wasn't above just like not feeling anything at all, but I made more conscious decisions to say that when I'm angry, when I'm upset, when I'm frustrated with the situation, when I'm hurt, whatever it was, that those feelings were wholeheartedly mine, regardless of what that person was doing or saying to me. And it was my job to pull myself aside, so to speak, and learn how to deal with how I was feeling versus staying in that conversation or that interaction with that person and just going toe to toe or trying to go toe to toe or going back and forth and putting how I was feeling on them as if they were responsible for it and almost like projecting all of my stuff onto that person like they were going to make me feel better or they were going to say, oh, I'm so sorry for how I just hurt you or what I just said to you to cut you at your knees. Oh yeah, I know I didn't mean that. So me learning how to have that self-control and hold on to myself, again, practice. Did I do it right every single time? No, but I started to do it way more than I had ever done before. And when I did it, I felt better. I felt calmer because it was almost like, you know, if you're a parent or if you have a friend, someone that you love, if there was some type of an interaction going on, like a fight or anything like that, you know that it would be your job or you would want to come in the middle, push your friend off to the side and, you know, hey, calm down. Hey, let's go over here and talk. Or you would want them to, you would pull them aside so you can help them with how they're feeling. It's the same thing with a child. If you saw your child on the playground getting picked on or something like that, you wouldn't push that child to keep engaging in that situation. You would kind of pull your that child aside, come behind me. I'm going to lead. I'm going to take I'm gonna have more control in this situation and take charge of the situation and you're behind me because you're crying because someone stole your toy at the playground or you're getting too emotionally charged because this girl at the store said something and it got under your skin. So it's really about like that kind of a practice to say, okay, uh, there has to be a part of me, something inside of me that says, you're going too far with this. I know you're getting upset, but you have to take a minute to deal with how you feel and not put that on this person. And for me, just to kind of get the ego involved a little bit, I didn't want that person to have control over me in that way, especially when I was having a nice day and all of a sudden you have to interact with someone and they say something that's like hurtful or it tries to cut you at your knees. It's like the minute someone can just control your vibration or how you were feeling, For me, that was like, it became like a game. Let's talk about the best coaching option for you. Individual coaching sessions are for clients who would like a one-time session with me instead of jumping into doing my private coaching program. This is a perfect way for you to get some insight and receive some quick tips to help you in your life. In this session, we will talk about what has been weighing heavy on your mind or how to cope better with your own personal situation. Talking with me on these issues will give you the foundation of what you need to help bring more knowledge and self-awareness into your life regarding something you have been holding on to for a while now. If you are interested in a one-time session with me, please register below. Links are provided. Over me because if I was having a good day, that meant that I was having a good day because I created that for myself. And for me to just give that to you, 
and let you have that kind of control over how I was feeling, it, that was just like a no-no in my book. Now, the next thing that really helped me that I learned that honestly, I probably wouldn't have learned any other way is I started to become really familiar on what were the things that this person was doing that actually was triggering me. And it was about me understanding my triggers way more than I did before. So when you understand your triggers even better, because someone's triggering you constantly, then you can start to go beyond just that trigger and you can actually start to heal it and you can do something with it versus not even knowing that it was there and just being triggered and then just being reactive to those triggers. That is incredibly huge because we all get triggered. And I started to own my triggers and I made it a point to allow myself to be triggered, but disengage when I knew that I was getting too emotionally charged and understanding why I was getting triggered, what was really the root cause there, helping myself through the trigger, which meant now I had to validate myself. I had to soothe myself. I had to learn how to really parent myself on the side, not in the interaction with this person, but I had to learn how to acknowledge how I felt and be able to say, yep, I'm feeling fearful, angry, insecure, whatever. I had to acknowledge that uh, and be human, really, and be vulnerable with myself in that way. And then learn how to soothe myself for being human, but then push myself to believe in myself that I wasn't this trigger and that this trigger was no longer going to have control over me. So that is a process. That's not something that you just one off and do. And the PS is that you're always being triggered. So if it's not this person that's going to trigger you, it's going to be someone else or something else. It may not be really significant because for example, if you're just going through a divorce or a breakup, obviously you're so emotionally entangled and charged up in that breakup or process of detachment that you're gonna be more emotionally charged than you would if you just hadn't seen the person in 10 years. But it is about you learning more about yourself and healing past things that this person is just bringing up. They're just bringing it to the surface, but it was always there. So it's not about this person triggering you, it's about something that's been living inside of you for a very long time that you've just never dealt with. And the last thing, and this was very, very important, and it helped in all relationships that I would ever have, is I really, wholeheartedly stop taking when someone hurt me or let me down or disappointed me or betrayed me or talked bad, whatever it was, or they thought I was this, this way, or this type of person. And I wasn't, I stopped taking it personally. I started to understand why people do what they do. I started to understand that it was more about how they were feeling inside and less about me and about them hurting me. It was more about their own insecurities. It was more about their own wounds. And we can logically understand that concept, but to logically understand it, but also emotionally get it, is a beautiful thing. Because then when things do happen to you, it doesn't, again, it doesn't mean you're not gonna get triggered or charged, but when they do happen to you, the triggers, oh, it's so tiny. It's not like just this explosion because you're so charged up by what this person did because you're taking it so personally and your ego's involved. My ego started leaving right away because I understood that it was that person's responsibility to make themselves feel good inside. And if they didn't feel good inside because happy people just are good people. And I don't mean 
passive people that are taken advantage of that are just clueless, you know, no one's behind the wheel. I'm talking about gen genuinely happy people that have healthy boundaries, that are self-loving, that focus on not just others, but themselves as well, and know how to fill themselves up like a, a whole person, not just, um, you know, a surface level relationship or people pleaser or someone who's severely codependent. So for me, that was huge because not just with this toxic person or this relationship that I was dealing with, this narcissist that was triggering me, uh, just everyone in general, it started, I started to have, started to be more calmer in situations when I would have previously been very charged up or triggered by something that they were doing or saying. I, I got that it was them that was actually suffering inside and that had nothing to do with me and what they were, and that suffering was just spewing out onto me, or at least that's what they were trying to do. So those are lessons, huge, huge lessons that you can't learn when you just decide to go no contact with someone and just out of sight, out of mind. When you have to deal with someone, you are constantly being tested. So you're learning all of these things and these interactions are the ultimate test. And that's really the way I started looking at it. I, look, I started looking at it as, okay, I'm being tested now. If I think I know this information, great. If I think I know all this stuff, perfect. But until I actually am faced with a trigger, faced with a difficult person, and I have to practice self-control, I have to disengage because I'm getting emotionally charged, I have to learn how to soothe myself, I have to learn how to have grace and validate myself, I have to learn how to not take that personally. I have to remind myself of that. Until you're really tested, you're not going to really learn this stuff. And this is where this person will help you in a way, yes, they're gonna hurt you, and yes, you're gonna go through some pain and some difficulties, but if you have to go through it, then learn something from it and gain as much as you possibly can from it. And that's what the takeaway was for me, that I really wanted to learn as much as I can about myself and not just this person. So hope you guys have enjoyed this video and I'll see you next one.